Hey everybody and welcome to the Steam Machine Podcast. This is episode number 15 and my name is Dalton and joining me as always is my good buddy. This is Ryan. And this week we covered three games for you and um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie spoilers two of them are absolute boring garbage. Well okay let me I let me rephrase say that. They are the, they're they're not they're garbage yes for sure. They started off good, but they got very boring very quickly because they're very redundant. Yeah, and I think I think that the ones that we think are garbage are gonna are going to be uh, differ a little bit. Um, although I know that we agree on Rat Venture, let's but what? Let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead and jump into that piece of shit and get it out of the way. Okay. Yeah, that... let's, let's just start this off. I don't even think there's any news this week that's worth touching on. So. Let's just start this off with... Oh, there, there was some news that I saw today that oh, I thought was pretty fucking cool. Th- then by all means. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima is getting a co-op multiplayer mode. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Now, if I, if only they would release that for PC. Yeah. But we're probably going to have to wait until the uh, exclusivity license is uh, probably be about two years. Probably. But yeah, they're going, they're going multiplayer with uh, Ghosts of uh, Tsushima. Well, that's cool. I don't think I really saw anything else major. Oh, Xbox is planning on announcing their price for the new console relatively soon. That'll be interesting. I, I'm I'm more means... interested in seeing if they're going to expand Game Pass for PC because I checked it out and it's pretty cool. There's a lot of cool games on there, but there are more cool games on the Xbox Game Pass than there are on the PC Game Pass, and I would just like to see yeah. more inclusion for the PC they, systems. They... They just need to make it like you're using a Microsoft system. Okay, everything is going to be both. Yeah, exactly. Like whether you, yeah, that's how it needs to be. Yeah, like I didn't quite spend you know the money like I you know I've shown you this. This is just a yeah. knockoff 360 controller. But if I wanted to spend the money and get an Xbox One controller, it is plug and play on PC. Yeah. So it's like you have the controller to play the games, and most often the. You know, people who have gaming PCs are probably going to have a rig that would run Xbox games. Yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 doable. I think they just yeah. need to figure it out. I guess or something. Yeah. I think I read somewhere that the the Suicide Squad game that Rocksteady is working on is yep. going to be titled along the lines of Kill the Justice League, which will be interesting. Uh, that that'll be pretty cool. That'll be pretty cool. And then I don't know if these rumors are true or not, but I have been seeing that the new Arkham series title that is being worked on by WB Montreal is going to be along the lines of Batman Beyond. Now, that would be fucking sweet. Yeah, it would be. In in Arkham City, uh, one of the DLC things adds the Batman Beyond suit that you can wear for like free play and stuff. And it's, it's, it's really fun to just like go around the city and kick ass as him. Yeah, you can also be Adam West Batman, which is pretty dope too. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, well, if, uh, there's not anything else that you know of. No. Let's just dive into this piece of shit. So, <laughs> Tiny Bridge Rat Venture is a game that is so dumb it doesn't even have a wiki page. And you know, okay, I feel bad shitting on games because like people worked on these games and they, you know, put their heart and soul into a well maybe maybe it, maybe maybe this game they just put their time in there they didn't put any heart and soul into it and that's why it's garbage yeah. like the, 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 it doesn't take long for somebody to write type up a quick wiki page on this game be like hey here's the plot hey here's the developers post on wikipedia 
and they didn't even do that for this game they're probably just like this game's a fucking stinker let's just hope it hides in steam <laughs> and nobody recognize like realizes it's there yeah i got this in a bundle a few years ago and never touched it until now and i will never touch it again probably i played how far did you get i played probably like three or four levels i think i made it a little further than you but it not very much further in I think why I got rid of it so quick is it reminded me of one of those stupid fucking mobile games. Yeah, it had definite mobile and, vibes to it. And it's just like, there's no point to this game. Like, yeah, you can complete the level, but what's after that? Another level that's like exactly the same. There is like no point to the fucking game. Yeah, it had, like, had those Candy Crush vibes to it. It's definitely, yeah. it's uh, it's got mixed reviews on Steam. Yeah. Um, developer was Estelion, and it was published by Senpai Studios in... 2015 on may 8th and some of the reviews for it are hilarious um is absolutely dreadful game if i could permanently remove it from my account so it in no way affects my game completion average i would have done it years ago (laughs) here's another one dreadful there should be at least an option to save to save progress you don't have to restart a whole level just because of every little mistake uh Here's one that's semi-positive. This is the single hardest game ever created. To get three stars on each level, you need to first go to an engineering school and take a two-year class on bridge building. Then you might have a chance to succeed in this game. After you're done with that, you need to deal with the absolutely fucking brain-dead fat-ass rats that are so (laughs) fucking dumb and slow that they have sabotaged me so many times I've lost count. Other than that, the soundtrack for World 2 is pretty funny. 10 out of 10 would kill rats again. So like <laughs> these these reviews for this game are all over the place. And I think rev- review sections and comment sections are like my favorite part of the internet. Sometimes you can find gold in there. Yeah. Like that one recommending engineering <laughs> school to be able to beat the levels. Oh man, here's one. I'm not going to read all of this cuz it's like 10 paragraphs, but <laughs> it, it's basically saying that this would be how a re- did, How a, did they get an essay? as a review for this game well he's explaining that some games or slash apps need to be kept off the pc market because th- th- <laughs> this th- this type of game would suit being on an ipad really well but being on a pc just hit and miss is what it's basically yeah, saying no for sure this is not a pc game this is a fucking mobile app game like yeah. this should have been on the, the the google play store for android and apple it but... probably is <laughs> i haven't looked maybe but it probably i is. haven't looked either and i don't want to look like this game oh, is no good no. no yeah uh it is definitely just a time sink um maybe if I you mean, enjoy it, bridge yeah. building yeah if you if you enjoy into like puzzle games that involve building structures and that's your thing go for it you'll probably like this game but no but if but if that's your thing there are a lot better games out there than playing yeah, this fucking sure. pile of this, shit this, yeah this game was garbage so I am giving this uh, because it ran. I'll give it a one. A one. Yeah. I'll give it a one. One out of five. One out of ten cheese pieces because that was what you're supposed to get in the fucking stupid ass levels. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with like a one as well. <laughs> it's just like it ran, so I can't completely say it was garbage, but <laughs> it it was not it was not very good. Um. So let's jump from that to the other mobile esque type game, uh, Letter Quest: Grim's Journey. Yeah. Now, 
I quite enjoy this game just because I was enjoying it too. Like it, it's it's I, another super mobile friendly game. Yeah, like it, it shouldn't it shouldn't have been a PC game. And I don't think. I'll admit that it's it gets pretty repetitive, but yeah. I like that the further you get, they start throwing a little more challenging things at you. Um, you can upgrade your equipment. You can upgrade your scythe. Yeah. <coughs> you can unlock different scythes. Yeah. You know, it's there. There are it has redeemable qualities to it. Um, but again, uh, like according to this, this game, holy shit. Okay, so this game was released on PC, PlayStation Vita, Xbox One, Wii U, Nintendo Switch, Mac, iPhone, iPad, Android, PlayStation Four, and Linux. So they put it on pretty much everything. Yeah, so this game has been around. I mean, it came out in 2014. Um, it was the first game done by Bacon Bandit Games. Bacon Bandit. Bacon <laughs> Bandit, yeah. Which I'm going to pull up their page. Oh, okay, so they've released one game, and it was Letter Quest, from what I can tell wow. from this page. So yeah. Either they're still milking this game for the cash cow, or this game was the death of that studio. Uh, or they made their money and were like, fuck that, we're not doing that shit again. <laughs> Yeah. Like, because I know this is a pretty popular game. Um, I do believe I'm going to check real quickly. I I enjoyed that it was a little different, where you have to spell, put together words, unscramble words, and shit like that to do the damage and everything. But it seriously played just like another stereotypical mobile game, where if you do download it on the phone, it's probably like a pay-to-win sort of thing. Instead of having to earn the gems through the gameplay to upgrade your character or upgrade your psi and shit like that, you could drop 20 bucks to get the gems needed to do all that. Like, yeah. it's And then even though it was developing just the tiniest bit of storyline or whatever, it was still just the same old stupid repetitive shit. Like, the monsters didn't really change, the bosses didn't really change, like, yeah, you had to just do the same shit over and over and over again. Where the like, game kind of uh, got me was each monster, yeah, they kind of looked the same, but they all had different names and descriptions, and it just, some of them would just crack me up. I can't remember yeah. any off the top of my head, but there were a few that were absolutely hilarious. But, I mean, you... The basics of this game is you just you spell words and do damage with the words. Yeah. The larger the word you spell with the more complex letters in it. Like, obviously, I think Q was a three-star word. Or a letter, I mean. Yeah, Q, X, J. And K, I think. Like K, I think, were the three gold letters. And it's I started off okay. My, I guess my vocabulary isn't very big. But eventually, I pulled up a word, unscrambler on my phone and would type in the letters available and get the biggest words possible. And <laughs> even then it's still like, it depended on the letters you, you had available. If you got super common letters, they did like, no, they did very low damage. So you could type in a 11 word, 11 letter word and do like a quarter damage. Yeah. According to the, uh, the steam page, it says there's a built-in dictionary of over 192,000 English words that is frequently updated. Damn. But yeah, this thing was fully done in Unity. Um, and with the Steam release in 2015, there was a new endless mode added. Choose your favorite background art, music, character, weapon, and letter tiles and see how long you can survive. Um, but fuck. I mean, there's nothing really else to say about this game. I mean, you just you go through the levels, you spell words. This is really good maybe for like if you've got a kid that you're trying to improve their English. 
that's where yeah. like when we grade this that's where my grade is probably going to come in a little higher is that if you if you have a child that needs help learning to spell or needs help expanding their vocabulary and problem solving and shit like that this game is great for that this game is good to like you said it's on the switch download it on the switch then they have an educational game to take with them wherever you go or if it, put it on the tablet put it on the phone this is a great educational game for sure it plays i liked the graphics i enjoyed how it played it's just it didn't catch my attention really much for very long yeah yeah i uh i don't disagree with that at all um We'll I, probably keep it downloaded just for the kiddos once they get up there in age and start learning to spell and shit. Yeah, yeah, and if uh, if things go well, we'll be doing this show long into when they can talk and shit, so that'll be interesting <laughs> to be able to uh, watch the progress, and listeners will be able to hear the progress over the years. Yeah. Um, I, I would give this game an, a seven. I, I mean, yeah. solid. I, I, I was, I was going to go like six and a half. 6.5 yeah but it's it's good for the kids it's got the potential to be a really good game if you're into that mindless like time killing game where there is no point other than just to advance to the next level yeah my, my sleep schedule has been super fucked the past like week so yesterday i went to sleep at like 5 30 and p.m and woke up at like 1 1 a.m just wide the fuck awake yeah so i just like went Got a glass of tea, kicked back, packed a bowl, and loaded up LetterQuest, and <clears throat> sat there for like two hours and just played it, just relaxing, you know what I mean? And then I was like, all right, I've had my fill, went and started playing the next game on our list uh, that we covered, and this one, man, this game's got a lot of potential, but... This, this game I put into the category of controller keyboard breaker... Yeah. This game was fucking aggravating as fuck. It really was. <laughs> and the game we were talking about is, is No Time to Explain. And we played the remastered version. And it was a platinum action video game developed and published by Tiny Build. Designed by Tom Brain... Brian? Brain? And Alex... Alex Nietzsche-Porchik. There's no... I fucked up both y'all's names. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Y'all will never listen to this anyway. It's the successor to the browser game of the same name. And I figured this was a browser game at one point. It plays like it. It plays like it, a flash game. It reminded me of the yeah, old flash super, games. Super, super simple controls. Or su- yeah, super simple controls, but just aggravating enough to be really fucking annoying. And that's what this game was. Like, I wanted to play this game more. I just couldn't do it because it's so fucking hard. Like, So I didn't play with a controller. I played it with my mouse and keyboard. And yeah, I played with the mouse and keyboard too, and it's just my favorite thing about this game was that you could press the space bar and your dude would just dance. Yeah, start dancing. Yeah, like it was the funniest fucking thing. I did that for like five minutes, just laughing my ass off, just holding space bar. I, I, I did it for about the same amount of time, just like, oh, that's what that button does. It does nothing. Like, does nothing. So the game starts off. You're standing in your like bedroom or whatever, doing a dance, and. <laughs> The wall just busts open, and this guy jumps through, and he goes, Hey, I'm you from the future. Come with me. There's no time to explain. And then this giant crab thing grabs him, and he's just like, Oh, my God! And then he pulls him off, so then you just have to chase after him, and then the credits are going, and the whole time you're going, you hear your future self just screaming in agony, Tell my kids I love them! Oh, my God! (laughs) 
all this stuff. It's a funny fucking game. It is. Uh, you end up getting his gun, which is... Was it just a giant laser beam? It just blasts this massive laser beam. And yeah. you use that to get around. Like, if you need to get over something, you aim the beam at the ground and shoot it at the ground, and it launches you into the air. Now, that's all fucking fine and dandy until I got to the point where I said, fuck this game. And this is probably why this is this is going to be a short episode, because these were short games. Like, it's all bite-sized, you know what I'm saying? And because this... Yeah. This game, I got to the second boss, and I, th- I believe you got to the same spot, and it's a shark. There are three platforms, and I couldn't figure out how to shoot the shark and not knock myself into the water and then fall and drown. This It's, like, almost impossible because the shark isn't, like, randomized. The shark attacks the boat that you are standing on. It doesn't have, like, a set pattern. It doesn't go, like, boat two, boat three, boat one, boat two, boat three, boat one. It's whatever fucking boat you're standing on is the one he's jumping at. Yeah, and you have to, like, time it to blast yourself away and then shoot him as he comes out of the water. And then if you end up in the water, unless you blast yourself out with a laser, you're going to drown and die. You you fall off the bottom of the screen and die. And it, I know people can do it. There's probably YouTube videos of people beating it, probably beating this game. I don't have the fucking applause, patience. Applause for them, but yeah, no, this th- that was harder than it needed to be for the second fucking level. <laughs> like For real! The second fucking level, it made me think of Super Meat Boy, which is one yeah. of the hardest fucking platformers I've ever played. Yeah. And those games, it's one of those games that I feel like is difficult for the sake of being difficult. It is. You know what it I mean? Is. It. I, I, like the, I felt no... What was another one of those Flash games that I used to play, like the world's... In most impossible game or something like that where it was, every level was like a logic puzzle oh, but the, the it impossible was like, quiz yeah that thing i, I beat that once <sighs> took me forever uh, dude yeah, i'm talking oh, like bet. memory like playing it over and over and over but i finally oh, beat I it bet. yeah i bet o- only once though yeah <laughs> this this game it, it just we get it you can make a hard fucking game <laughs> you yeah. didn't need to do this to us you didn't need to do this to us yeah and i might i might go back and play this again at some point but dude i just got so frustrated with it that i was like fuck it yeah this will probably this is a game i'm leaving on the laptop and i'll probably throw it at, like if i end up taking my laptop to work or something and it's a really slow day i might just sit in the office or sit in the dining room and throw it on until i get sick of it like <laughs> but it's like you know I say that, but then I have so many other games on my computer that I'm just like, uh, I could play anything but that and probably have just as much fun. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I th- This is a game that I will hold in the back of my conscience. It's like, this is a game that I eventually want to beat just so I could say I beat it because it is so fucking hard. Yeah. But I don't care if it's going to take me 10 fucking years to do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, final episode of the show where we'll be old men. We, we finally beat no time to whatever the fuck the name was. Yeah. <laughs> um, Man, uh, that pretty much fucking covers the episodes this week. I mean, other than like, okay, so I'd probably give... No, no time to explain. I don't know, like a six point five, maybe, because I, because yeah. I, I give it credit for being a decent game, but I can't say that it was one that I enjoyed. So I give it a six point five too, because it has that nostalgia flash 
flash game. And the humor is it, the game's hilarious. Playing. The humor, yeah, the game is hilarious. The game is hilarious. And I liked the controls, how simple they were. I just hated how fucking difficult the game was. Like, yeah. Uh I will I will give it credit for uh making me cry laughing. Like uh there was a point where your dude goes back into time and you go into the <laughs> you go into the uh the room where your dude's dancing again and you're on the other side of it and you're like oh shit and the monster busts through the wall and your guy just like does this quick jump to the right kicks his past self who gets grabbed by the monster and taken out instead of you and then he just sits there and he does a little dance and then you take over again and you can do it and i was just like oh shit he just sacrificed himself and i just started laughing so just the way he did it just soccer ball yeah. kicked him boom right to the fucking enemies it was fantastic yeah um well three bite-sized games down one bite-sized episode in the can let's let's bother our buddy i think i got his voice working so oh, yeah. let's let's uh let's see how it goes steamy hey buddy i hope you're feeling better i did my best with you we need a we need a number bud And it looks like it's 278. Let me reference our list here. And it seems that 278 is going to take us into... Ooh. Sir, it looks like we're going to be heading into the Commonwealth. Because 278 is Fallout 4. Oh, cool. Ooh. Have you... Do you have any experience with the Fallout series at all? Uh, I played 3 for a little bit. Never beat it never beat it never i don't even think i got really got far into the game and that's i think the only title i've ever touched for fallout okay um so fallout 3 was really good fallout new vegas is really good fallout 4 is really good i've never beaten 4 i have beaten 3 in new vegas but it's been so long ago that i'm really yeah. looking looking forward to when they come up on a list because it's all basically fresh to me because shit i don't remember games i played on ps3 you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's been yeah. a long ass time ago um fallout 4 is a little more fresh in my mind uh, i can tell you that it's got less of the rpg elements from 3 and new vegas i mean there's still some there don't get me wrong but it's more yeah. uh they really refined the gunplay so it's like fps-esque okay but you still have is your it, vats and it's stuff. gonna be similar to like the outer worlds yeah yeah just not okay. in space yeah. Yeah. So uh, I look forward to it. I'm going to, uh, after we're done here, I think I'm going to walk you through uh, some patches so the game will run a little smoother for you. And then uh, we'll get to it, man. This is probably going to be a series. It's going to be at least two episodes. Yeah. I would say. So I figured. I knew it was a pretty big game. So, So you know, maybe we'll, we'll bust this one out. Maybe we'll take on another short game after it to cleanse the palate. We'll figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. But if you would like to find us on social media, you could find us at facebook.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast or at Twitter. It's Steam underscore podcast. Also, if you would like, and uh, we would really appreciate it if you would head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Help us climb that fucking ladder like Mortal Kombat so we can get up there and kick Shao Kahn's ass eventually up there at the top. Is there anything else that you would like to say about these weird-ass games that we played this week? Because uh, all I can say is LetterQuest, I recommend it. No time to explain. If you like Dark Souls-esque difficulty, go for it. And uh, never, ever, ever play Tiny Bridge Rat Venture. Ever. I'm good. That about covers it. I same same feeling. 
All right, and the only thing I want to say here at the end is Me 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 Games, we want a sequel to The Last Tinker. And I'm Dalton, he's Ryan, and as always, guys, take it easy. Take it easy.